Praise the Lord, this is Brad Julius. I do with me again. We are going through the Gospel of John. And I'm now in chapter 13. And I believe that the Lord will help us. Because chapter 13 is a, a large, it's a long chapter. But I will, we, will, we will just continue as the Lord leads. Gospel of John chapter 13. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the house of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son to betray him, Jesus knowing that the Father has given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he rested from supper, and laid aside his garments and took a tower and guided himself. Now this episode of what happened in the in the Last Supper is what Apostle John was reporting to us and because he was there he could tell us more about what happened in the last few hours before the logical was arrested and crucified. That they were in his, in the dinner in the ninety time and after the supper was ended the logical wanted to bring the disciples together so that they, they stay together like a master that knew that he was going to leave and when he left there will be like people will be scattered he has said it that when they like strike the shepherd the sheep will be scattered they wanted them to stay together and that is what he and to to stay together you have to love one another not fighting in, in, in internal fighting and internal struggle you wanted to that to not to occur so this is the this is how the Lord did it. He said when the supper was ended, the Lord Jesus Christ put his his garment down and get his a, a towel and wrap and put a garment himself with the towel and he's going to call them one by one to wash their feet. And let's read the story. And many of us know the story that he wanted to show to them that every one of us must serve one another in love, in humility. Serving one another. He said, look, he was showing us an example. Uh, he himself, that was our master and Lord, was washing our feet so that we, in humility, we, if we are humble, we will not be fighting that I'm the better, I'm the strongest, I'm the most anointed. You have to do for me, or you have to do what I say. So that is pride. Everybody wants to be the, 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 the one everybody must listen to. So, but Christ said we must show humility, and this is what he was showing example of. Verse 4 says, He rised from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and guarded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was guarded. Then commented to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, does thou wash my feet? Simon Peter was going to be vocal. He didn't know why he was doing this. Why will you, Master, be washing our feet? Only the servants wash the feet. When somebody comes to town, they call the slave. A visitor has come, come and wash their feet. 
because they are dirty working on the working in the streets and then when they come inside the dirty feet has to be washed before they get onto their carpet so the slaves always have called the servants to come and wash the feet so this guy just, just bent low and was washing the feet of every one by one come over Matthew come over to wash his feet and the, the other one didn't say they just do what he say but Peter wanted to find out why why are you doing this because he was the most vocal among them so that's why he said master does thou wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do, thou knowest not now. But thou shalt know hereafter. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing after I've done. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. You know, trying to be humble. Right? Peter was trying to be humble that, Oh, Master, you will never wash my feet. You will never be my servant. You will be, you are a boss. You are never going to be my servant washing my feet. And Christ is trying to reverse that. <laughs> Jesus answered and said, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. And then that make Peter reverse what he said again. He said, well, it's not just washing your feet, he said, I'm really washing you. And he said, If I don't wash you, you are not part of me. And then Peter now said, Oh, in that case, Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only then, but also my hands and my head. I mean, if you are just washing me like my mom will wash me when I was a little baby. That's what Peter just turned into. Oh, as my father and my mom, you can wash me also. Because when I was little, my mom will wash me and you don't know how to wash yourself. So that's why your mom is washing you. Then wash my hands and my head. That's what it meant. And Peter and the Lord Jesus Christ said, he that is washed, needed not to be washed again, save to wash his feet. But it's clean every week. And ye are clean, but not all. So Christ said, well, I only need to wash your feet. You are all clean. But the feet, all I'm washing, like it, the feet is one that is this muscle. So ye are clean, but not all of you. That's what I mean by not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, ye are not all clean. This is a position that said he knew whom should betray him. Even though he watched, Judas Iscariot was still among the crowd there. He watched Judas We believe then that he watched Judas Iscariot's feet also. No, sir. But he said, you are not all clean. But I'm going to wash everybody's feet. Verse 12. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord. And ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, Ye also ought to wash one another's feet. So that's what the Lord was trying to teach them by example. That you see how I wash your feet? I humble myself low and call you on my own and bend low and wash your feet. You also ought to wash one another's feet. Humble yourself one to another. You say, well, I am the, I'm the inner circle with Jesus. Me and James and John, we are only the one that always go with Jesus. So all of you guys must be, do, do what we say. He said, you have to all humble yourself one to another. So Jesus Christ was teaching us example. Great example. He said, for I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verse 16. Verse 15. Verse 16. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, appear ye if ye do them. So he's telling us that it is we doing those things as it's true that way we are happy. Knowing it and then doing them. Verse 18. 
I speak not of you all. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now he's going to talk about Judas Iscariot. But he didn't mention him by his name. Now I tell you before it come, that when it is come to pass, ye may believe that I am he. I mean, he knew that when Judas Iscariot is going to go and betray him, they may also be confused and say, well, how, how come it is one of us that did this? But you know that I'm telling you that it's going to happen like that. Somebody that is eating bread with me is going to betray me. You know, after it is done, you know that I told you before, I know this is going to happen. Prophecy. They will not get confused and say, if he is the Messiah, you should have no listen. If he is a prophet, you should have no listen. He knows. He's telling you, I'm telling you up front so that you know that I know. Verse 20. Very, very, I say unto you, he that receiveth whosoever I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So when Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in the spirit and testified and said, Very, very, I say unto you, one of you shall betray me. One of you shall betray me. And the disciples look one on another. The doubting of whom he speak. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. That's what we believe his apostle John himself was the one that described himself as the one that leaned on Jesus' bosom. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he speak. He then lying on Jesus' breast said unto him, Lord, who is he? Who is it? Jesus answered, it is, it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. He said, they were all sitting like maybe the disciple, like maybe John, the disciple that was on his bosom was next to him. Maybe Simon Peter was right across from him. Maybe all of them were like that. So he said, I'm going to dip it and give it to the one that I'm talking about. So he used a spoon, they call it a dip, a long spoon, dip it in a cup, in a, in a bowl of, of, uh, of, uh, we call it drink, whatever they are drinking. I think it was the day of Slavos, or it will be the fruit of the, of the vine. And he said, Judas, pour it into Judas' cup. That's what he made. He didn't call his name, just pour it into Judas' cup. Almost like when you see people that sit on the table, like when, they, when you go to a restaurant and your water is low, the, rest, the, the, the hostess or the waitress come and fill your water also. And this man is almost finished, he was able to go there and feel it. So that's what he just went and poured that's, that's, that's how he signified to Apostle John that this is the one I'm talking about. But Apostle John just, uh, just looked at him and he didn't know what to think of what does he mean by he's going to betray you. But he just knew that somehow he just was telling, talking, talking about something. And when he had dipped the soap, verse 26, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him, into Judas Iscariot. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest do quickly. Now he said, the Apostle John said it was after the sop that Satan entered into Judas Iscariot. Which means, all along, the devil didn't go and enter to Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot was just the devil himself. But once he was identified with that sop, the devil now took over Judas Iscariot. The devil just took over Judas Iscariot. 
The Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ is no more protecting him. That's what it means. No more protecting him. Now, Jesus Christ said, Thou, thou doest do quickly. Just told Jesus Christ, well, go do what you want to do. Because the devil is going to make him do it. Now, no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag that Jesus had said unto him, Buy those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. But the devil was going to move Judas Iscariot to go do what he wanted to do. What the devil wanted to do was to go and betray Jesus. He already was planning it in his side that anytime he got the opportunity, because according to another place, he has already gone to the priest secretly behind the back where everybody is following Jesus and the crowd was there. He, he didn't follow. He didn't want, in his heart, he's no more following. He's no more following his heart. He's just, uh, just, just carrying the bag, but he's, he's already separated from them. That this man is false or something. Or all he wanted is just the money. So he, if he heard that they, they all say, what do you call it? He runs, or they, they already put the money that anybody can tell us where he's hiding. We are going to give you some money, something like that. So he went secretly and told the Jaguar, I can take you there. I'm one of his disciples. I will take you to him in the night time. Well, they were happy. How much are you going to give to me? So they promised him money. So he was looking for the right time to do that. So right then, when the devil has already taken over, he just the, the thoughts came to a start. He just said, go do what you want to do. And he just got up and left as if he was going to buy something. And that's what the Bible says. But the apostle didn't know what was going on in the heart of Judas Carl. Now why Jesus Christ told him that do whatever you want to do. So they thought he was to go buy something or was to go give money to the poor because to give some because he has the bag. But started say, he then having received the sop, went immediately out and it was night. Verse 31. Therefore, when he was gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. And the Lord is ready. The Lord is ready, waiting for them to come. And if God be glorified in him, God shall also glorify him, him in himself, and shall straightway glorify him. Now the Lord was going to talk to the rest of the disciples. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. Ye shall seek me, and as I said unto the Jews, whither I go, ye cannot come. So now I say unto you, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Now the Lord is giving the final, the final exhortation to the apostles. He said, this is my commandment I'm giving to all of you, and it's now without, without the, the betrayer, the betrayer is left. So these are the two believers that are left. The a new commandment I'm giving to all of you to love one another. And that command is not just to the eleven apostles, to every believer to love one another. And if we love he said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If you have love one to another, which means love is what Christ has come to show. And if we are his disciples, we should be showing the same love. The love of the Father. The love which the Father has for us and make us to follow Him. He came to shed His blood for us so that we can be saved, we can be delivered from our enemies. Verse 36, Simon Peter, I say, he was very vocal, he was going to answer. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, 
without going down. You see what is there? Still not sure what he was talking about. He said, I'm going away, I'm going away. See, without going down, Jesus answered him, Whither I go, thou cannot follow me now. But thou shalt follow me afterwards. I was telling them, he actually was telling them he was going to die, of course. We all know that was what he meant. He was going to be healed and crucified, and he didn't spell it out like that. He just said he was going somewhere, but he told them he was going to come back also. So Peter was saying, where are you going? What are you talking about? Then Peter said, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Well, that looks good. And Jesus Christ answered, Jesus answered, Will thou lay down thy life for my sake? Very, very, I say unto thee, The cock shall not crow. That's tonight, because they are already night time. The cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. That means he was saying that before the end of this night, before the morning, you deny that you ever know me three times. Before the cock crow. And in the other place, Mark, they said, they all said, never, never. I will never deny you. I will never deny you. I will never deny you. They are all boldly confessing that they will never deny you. The Peter said, I will never, never. And all the other said, no, never. And then when they went, you just kind of knew that they, they loved him. Only that they don't know what is coming. They don't know the intensity of what is coming. Because when it finally showed up, everybody fled. Even Peter was following them at a distance. So he went to know what will be the end of this thing. But when he got into the into the palace of the high priest and he saw the soldiers marching back and forth and they're slapping Jesus and he didn't do anything about it, Peter relented. You are one of them, he said, I don't know, not me. It's denying Jesus Christ three times. But Jesus Christ already prayed for him and forgave him. And he has prayed for all of us that our faith will not fail. Even on the cross, Christ has prayed for all of us that are his sheep. And we will not fail. We are going to stand to the end. And I believe that the Lord Himself, that He has called us, He will keep us till the end. Praise the Lord. Let's continue because this is uh, the end of chapter 13. Now let's go to chapter 14.